Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, good morning. It's Friday. How's everyone doing? Good morning. Doing great. It's Friday. How are you doing, Tim? Extra tired today, but we'll make it. Did yes. you guys get any rain where you were? Yeah. We got like sprinkles. Oh, yesterday afternoon? Yeah. Eh, maybe like for a half hour. And that was it? And it was more misty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not well, I, I was bracing myself. Weren't you glad, though, that they didn't have it with all the driving you were doing? Yeah. Oh, no, I was very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was nice, huh? But I was bracing myself. I kept looking for it, and it just didn't come. Well, winter's back for today. High's only 35. It's going to be windy and blustery and all of the wintry things. But then tomorrow and Sunday, basically sunny and 50. Woo-hoo! So, And then in the 70s again one day next week, which is weird. crazy. Uh, coming up on the show today, we got a bunch of stuff for you, including Secret Sound. Uh, for $5,000, we're going to be creeping towards uh, a winner, possibly, I don't know. We're going to start putting the temperature gauges up there. So um, Nice. Also, Joe Burrow, we know that he is planning for his future. <laughs> Man, he already bought that farm in Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. What is he investing in now? We're going to tell you about that. You'll probably never guess. <laughs> I actually love this story. I do too. Yeah. So uh, what's coming up in E! News, Jen? Oh, we got all kinds of stuff. We got uh, Ryan Seacrest is out. Some sad news about Bruce Willis. Uh, why Mich- Sarah Michelle Geller won't do I Know What You Did Last Summer, the sequel. Mm. So okay. what is wrong with her? I know. Why would she not want to, Ryan? Yeah. So all that and more coming up. Also, we have to talk about the Super Bowl. Yes. But <laughs> Tim and I oh, are not uh, pleased with our results. Oh, I'm you just guys kidding. didn't no, I don't win. Care. Everything was good. So yeah, yeah, it was fun. I tested them all. They were all good, but uh, I'm pretty sure I came in last. <laughs> we'll discuss. Uh, here's Denise with, tra- with traffic. Q102. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Two, happy Friday. Happy Winter's Friday back. Happy Friday to you. Um, it's going to be uh, only 35 today, so I busted out the winter jacket. And I then, did bring my coat in, too. And I then have a scarf. Tomorrow in the 50s again. So good luck with uh, your sinuses and allergies. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. All right, where are we going with E! News this morning? Well, let's begin with... Oh, it's so hard to decide. Let's start with Ryan Seacrest. This news broke yesterday, 
Maybe you heard it, maybe not. He is leaving live with Kelly and Ryan after six seasons. He has had enough of her. Yes. <laughs> That's what I said yesterday. I like, I think the real story here is that no one wants to work with her. Yeah. She yeah. must, because remember it was... Well, Michael Strahan Michael just Strahan. up and left. Remember that? He didn't even yeah. tell anyone. He's just like, I'm done. I he just didn't go it. back. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Well, he got the, he got another job. He got that it, the Good Morning Good America. Morning America. And she was she was really mad uh-huh. at him, and I and he wouldn't talk about it. So I, we never did get the whole story. There. And you won't, because no one's allowed to talk badly about Kelly. Yeah. Well, his replacement. This is the obvious choice. Hopefully, out of all the people on the planet that she is able to work with, <laughs> this would be the guy or husband. Mark Consuelos is going to fill in. And the he's chair. filled in a whole bunch of times. And oh, yeah. They, have a nice, they do a nice little thing together. Yeah. I felt like he was going to get the job when Ryan Seacrest got the job. Remember how she was auditioning everybody? Mm-hmm. Nicola Shea was there mm-hmm. and Neil Patrick Harris. And I felt like Mark Consuelo was going to be the one they picked then. Yeah. Well, Ryan's going to keep hosting until the spring, and then he goes back to hosting American Idol. But he said that he is going to return to guest host. He said, working alongside Kelly over the past six years has been a dream job and one of the highlights of my career. I also want to thank the entire staff and crew. It's been a memorable ride. Now I'm excited to pass the baton to Kelly's real husband, Mark. So Kelly said having him join will be the nation's weirdest social experiment but she thinks he's the only one capable of holding Ryan's torch the way he held it. Okay. So at least kind words are being said. Yeah. On he's the not allowed to say anything time. about yeah. her. <laughs> no one's allowed to talk badly about Kelly. Ryan's been in so many aspects of show business that he knows how to play the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't it sure. interesting, though, that that show ha- has survived for so long? Going all the way back to Regis yeah. and Kathy Lee. I mean, decades. When it's did been that start? On. Was that in the eighties? Did that come on in the eighties? I yeah. think it did. I think were it was they the first two? Regis, Regis and, and Kathy, Kathy Lee. Because wasn't it a local New York show that so. they just expanded? I don't know. I think it was Regis and Kathy Lee, or did he do it with his? He do something with his wife for a while. She filled in a lot too. Yeah. It says here a few years as the morning show with Regis and Cindy. Eventually became Regis and Kathy Lee, September 5th of 1988. Okay. So maybe you're right, Tim. Originally it was Regis and Cindy. I wonder what Cindy's doing New York. these days. <laughs> <laughs> wonder if Cindy turned down the big gig or if she was never offered it. She was like, you're, this show's going nowhere. <laughs> I am not this working with you, Regis. Day. What? This feisty little angry man. I can't do it every day. We did interview him a thousand years ago about what did he have a book out? I think. Yeah, I think so. And he was feisty and loud he on the phone. Yeah. He was like, "What are you doing, John? Hey, what are you doing? I gotta go." <laughs> All right. So there's this gamer, a YouTuber who calls himself I Show Speed, and he got a FaceTime from Drake. Oh, cool. Yeah, right? So this guy totally freaked out. They talked about soccer for a minute, and then Drake totally pumped him up by saying, I got a lot of love for you. I was talking about you the other day in the car. I'm proud of you for real. That's when I show speed, try to return the compliment. And he said, bro, your voice is so sexy. How is it so smooth like that? How your voice so smooth like that? And just like that, the phone call dropped. Mm. It, it, Don't be it hitting on Drake. Like, it looks like Drake hung up on him. 
And Aisha Speed realized that he really blew it. He jumped out of his chair. He started yelling about how Drake was never going to call him again. Now he didn't mean to say Drake's voice was sexy. So if Drake did end the call on purpose, the question is, you know, was he joking or is he really that uncomfortable with a guy saying that he's got a sexy voice or what was the deal that happened there? Maybe he has the same phone system we do and it just <laughs> accidentally <laughs> disconnected. Drops at the most inopportune <laughs> time. Hello. Caller 20. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? Where are you? Where'd you go? <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Uh, we have a little E! News about uh, Joe Burrow. He is teaming up with Jason Derulo. What the hell are they going to do together? We'll have that story <laughs> coming up for you in a little bit with some other E! News as well. But right now, traffic with Denise Johnson for your Friday. What's up? So that's Jason. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Derulo, and he's just teamed up with Joe Burrow to do what, Fritch? He is going to uh, start a women's volleyball team in Nebraska. Why? Just because <laughs> the future of women's sports is hot. I was listening to the um, the video that they had with Jason Derulo on TMZ, and he was talking about how in women's volleyball, it actually surpasses the popularity for men's volleyball. So they really feel like there's a huge future in this sport. And there's no professional women's volleyball league in the U.S., and so I guess Nebraska is a huge volleyball hotbed. It's like bed. a hotbed, yeah. yeah. University of Nebraska is one of like the top women's basketball programs in, in the country. Volleyball. Uh, what did I say? Basketball. Volleyball. That's what I meant. It's also where Coach Zach Taylor oh, yeah. went to college and played. A random connection. Yeah. So uh, I guess this league's supposed to start up next year, mm-hmm. like the end of 2024. And but- then I also heard that jo- Jason Derulo was saying that they – they literally just met last weekend. So what? I mean, they met I can, at like a Super Bowl party. I can understand, you know, Joe Burrow is an athlete and he's getting involved with another professional sports team. What's Jason Derulo's connection to women's volleyball? He's got that money, girl. He's got money to invest. That's yeah. it. Just money. Hey, so, you know, I think it's smart for both of them instead of blowing it on Lambos and crap. Like, yeah, true. Invest in helping other people create futures for themselves. They're going to make money. The people that invest in this team are going to make money. Joe's family is getting in on it as well. He said, my family and I are thrilled to be part of uh, this and put our support behind this great opportunity for world-class volleyball athletes. I like the fact that they made this deal happen in like a four-day period. I mean, they met last Saturday night at like a Super Bowl party or they were just like hanging out in Phoenix together. It took 10 years to figure out to do the banks or not. (laughs) But they're going to put an entire women's professional volleyball team together and league in in about a year's time. Yeah, crazy. Isn't that wild? That's yeah. cool. Uh, Smother cool. E! News, you had some info about Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah, so last night Travis Kelsey was on the Jimmy Fallon show, and he announced that coming up on March the 4th, he is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. This is not the first time that he's done television, though, and I didn't realize this. 
I guess multiple years ago, he used to have a dating show that was like dating Travis Kelsey or something like that. Some sort of reality dating show. Okay. And so he's kind of used to maybe like acting a little bit. I would think so. I wouldn't think that they would just throw a random. Whoever. Right. I would think that they would have to have some proof that they've got the chops to pull it off. Do something. Especially for a live show. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this is the first time they've had an athlete in four years. I think Peyton Manning was maybe the last one. I don't remember exactly what they said, but they also said that he, my curiosity comes from, is he going to be able to not have a potty mouth? You know, like as far as like with that, with just not like just saying cuss words. Yeah. You know, it'll be fun to watch. I think so. So So. March 4th, that's going to be really fun to check him out. Who's the musical guest that day? Do we know? I don't know. He's also going to be the musical guest. (laughs) But I was watching his interview last night on Jimmy Fallon. I was actually watching it this morning and I'm telling you where I think his future is in the WWE. Yep. After he is finished. He's, he's a loud talker. Yes. And he has that, you, what are you going to do? It's real phlegmy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's, and he has kind of the acting chops yeah. with the SNL and it's the dating real. show. Yeah. I mean, it's real. But I'm just saying I can see him taking a very similar path like John Cena. You know, he yeah. was a football player, the rock football players. Although Travis Kelsey's doing it, you know. Football entertainment. You usually start, though, at the WWE and graduate to Saturday Night Live and, and other your places. own show. So yeah, he's going off for it. Would be Flipping a, the script. Yeah. It's going to be okay. really fun to check him out, though. Yes, <laughs> It'll be yes it is. <laughs> for sure. All right, we got fi- Guy Fieri. What do we know about Guy, Guy Fieri? Guy well, We got uh, some, some Food Network news. Didn't uh, Giada just... Uh, Announced she's leaving Food Network. She did. Giada De Laurentiis announced. I they think finally realize her food sucks. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of last week, she announced that she's going to be leaving the Food Network. We don't exactly know where she's going to land yet, but a lot of people are speculating that she's going to be doing some sort of her own show for somebody else. The Magnolia like a, Network, maybe? That's, that's what a lot of the speculation ah. is, but we'll see. Okay. Hmm. Well, Guy Fieri made his son Ryder drive an old minivan for a year. You might remember this. Story wouldn't buy him a new car. Condition was that he couldn't get any tickets. So his kid made it a whole year. So Guy set up a scavenger hunt for his birthday to reveal the big gift. And it uh, was his older brother Hunter's truck that he's been wanting. (laughs) So Guy paid for half of it and Ryder paid for the other half. And Guy had it taken in to get detailed. And he said, I've never seen him happier about the gift he was getting. Well, yeah. Good. He said, I mean, what is the gift? The gift is, hey, you have to pay half the money and we'll pay the other half. But he was really excited about it. Don't you love seeing when celebrities make their kids kind of work for something a little? Yeah. I do really enjoy that. He was here years ago uh, for diners, dives, and drives. And I got a chance to probably spend two hours with him at Blue Ash Chili. He visited there and we got to hang out with him and watch the entire shoot. Yeah. From them backing that red Mustang out of a trailer, which, (laughs) by the way, it doesn't drive. (laughs) It like, just sits there. They just pull it up and he pull it out of a truck and he sits in it and they video it and then they put it back in a truck. Oh, that's funny. Mm. But uh, he was, the point of this convo is he was very down to earth. Yeah. He was so like normal, like your uncle. He yeah. came to the old radio station um, years ago, probably around the same time that you were interviewing yeah. him. And he was so fun. Like he just sat and did a bunch of interviews and he was so cool. It was like, great to meet you guys. He's like, I don't like to wear this, this douchey clothing. Yeah. <laughs> I wore it once for a thing and now I'm stuck with it. <laughs> this is not me. 
That's funny. That's great. He was funny. a very interesting guy. I enjoy him. Um, is anything else on E! News? Well, or? we probably should talk Bruce Willis, even though oh, it's yeah. a bummer. But now, what was the original thing he was diagnosed with? Uh, well, it, it I forget what it's called. It was a very it was definitely, rare. Yeah, it was very rare, but it, it was affecting his cognitive abilities. Mm-hmm. And we knew he wasn't going to get any better, but now we have an additional diagnosis Frontotemporal dementia, also known as FTD. This is hindering his ability to communicate. Um, Neurologic, it was aphasia. That's what it was. Aphasia is what he was diagnosed with a year ago. He is 67. Uh, His family says as Bruce's condition advances, we hope that any media attention can be focused on shining a light on this disease that needs far more awareness and research. We've been so moved by the love you have all shared for our dear husband, father, and friend during this difficult time. Your continued compassion, understanding, and respect will enable us to help Bruce live as full of a life as possible. So. That makes me sad. Yeah, I feel like when they start releasing little stories like this, it's just a matter of time for him. And that makes me sad. And that it's probably worse than what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but one, one thing I do think is super cool is that Debbie Moore was one of the people that signed that letter. Oh, So yeah. the two of them are able to continue to have a really good yeah. relationship. It's sweet. Absolutely. We'll have more e-news for you throughout the morning and on our Q102 Facebook page. But right now, I'll check traffic with Denise, and then we'll get to Fake for Real coming up in just a minute. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cincinnati's Q102, Faker for Real Time, with uh, Tiana on the phone. Good morning, Tiana. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. It's Friday. We're feeling good. A surprise visit from Jeff unexpectedly this morning. <laughs> he must still be on France time. That's isn't it? true. Six yeah, hours ahead there. Yeah. yeah. Wide awake and ready to it's party. Like two in the afternoon. He's like, hey. <laughs> well, I got your three headlines here. Two fake, one real. You pick the real one. And where are they going? You're going to go to the Children's Theater of Cincinnati. You're going to go see Princess and the Frog. It's at the TAF this weekend and next weekend. Perfect. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it A? An inmate was busted trying to escape prison disguised as a sheep. Is it B? An armed robber stayed at a crime scene to eat a victim's fried chicken. C? Guy dressed as a goat breaks into neighbor's house and eats all their cheese. Or D? Both A and B. I'm going to say D. A and B. No, you're a sharp cookie. Good job, You are correct. That is the one. Yeah, we'll start, we'll start with the guy in Bolivia. He was an inmate there. He was in jail for 15 years for murder, trying to escape, and he dressed as a sheep. And he actually got past the wall but was caught in a nearby grassland when the prison guard noticed he was missing. And then this other story comes to us uh, from Chicago. A 20-year-old guy named James Taylor was arrested last Saturday in Chicago uh, for armed robbery. Among other things, he stole a bag of fried chicken. We're not sure where the chicken was from. Uh, that's important news to us here at the show. <laughs> well, what um, kind of chicken was it? Yeah. But he was caught. He, he stayed at the scene and was arrested while he ate the chicken. So there you go. Yeah. You're doing all right in life, Tiana. Not bad. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> You're doing better than those guys. <laughs> hey, have an amazing weekend. Thank you. You too. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Q1- 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. To Jeff and Jen Morning Show at 7.08. It's uh, winter's back today. We're looking for a high of 35, but then spring is back tomorrow. 50 and sunny for the weekend. Uh, news that didn't make the news in a few minutes. You may want to cut back on coffee or you could die. Uh, and a new app can tell you if your first date is going well or not. Uh, also, Jeff's coming in this morning. He's just wandering in right now with his breakfast. Grab a seat, Jeff. Relax. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Wait, this is an unexpected surprise, Jeff, because you left us presents this morning. I was like, oh, I wonder if Jeff's back in town. Yeah, well. I- Hang on. Which mic are you on? Three. Three. There you go. There you go. No, I wasn't going to, but um, it's 108 in Paris right now. Is your body all messed up? Uh, well, not messed up, but I'm just on a different schedule. And, and I went to bed really early. So we flew in about 5, 36 o'clock last night. And I had all these these goodies for you, which, by the way, I did not purchase in an airport. I went oh, to the And I have yeah. photographic evidence. Well, I can tell because they're from different places, right? Right. That's why yeah. I knew. So it's sort of a mix mash. And I know that Jen doesn't do sugar. So I was stressing out about that because I didn't want to <laughs> not give you anything. But they they don't have Non-sugar stuff that things. doesn't have sugar or butter in it. That's so. funny. Well, I want to get into these bags in a minute. But while you were gone, Jeff, a lot of stuff has happened. Ohio River is filled with chemicals. Um, also, we had a Super Bowl party here yesterday with a soup competition. Yeah, um, and, and both of these two were quite competitive. And I wow. will say that I threw my name in the hat because no one was signing up. And also because I guilted him into it. Well, <clears throat> a little bit. but I, I did. I was like, only- well, there's only like four people. And so he was like, yeah, I'll make a soup because you cook. Yeah. I mean, yeah, see, nobody asked me. Yeah. <laughs> was it the usual suspects? <laughs> it's like Tim and Dave and a couple of people in sales yeah and there was there was some new people too that had made some things natalie made something there were only Anna nine something, but only soups. nine yeah. only nine which is in my opinion the sales staff needs to step it up a that touch. was a poor showing i mean when you there do the chili from there when you do the chili cook-offs don't aren't there quite a few i can remember in like the old building something. there would be like the, that whole kitchen area would be just full of chili. well and i think that was when it was open to the entire building and so this is kind of like the radio oh. floor is doing their gotcha. own oh thing. so wait a the fun committee is only open to the radio people. We don't include the digital people. Well, That's digital not by fun, our choice. The di- digital fun committee uh, is they, different. They, they have drinks. their own fun. They have alcohol. Yeah, they do don't they have a budget? Stuff. Yeah, I, they I go to like. <laughs> I think they have money. They do. Like they got a Florida and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's not the point of this story. Uh, we had a Super Bowl yesterday. We had nine entries. Um, Tim did a Greek. Sausage. What soup. was in that soup? Everything. It was onions, garlic, zucchini, potato, carrots, sausage, chickpeas, beans, fresh dill, fresh parsley, a lot of seasonings. Wow. Did you make up this recipe or did I you- saw it on TikTok and then I adapted it. And then you put fresh feta on top. Okay. Yes. Now- and I just did chicken tortilla soup, which is like I did, I did a kind of a little spin off of Amy Tobin's recipe. Like yours- I kind of adapted yours it. Yours was excellent. 
Mine I was happy with, but I knew it wasn't going to win because I wasn't playing to the audience. Did yeah. Because yeah, what is the audience? Cream. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> They're very much like the French. They like butter and cream. So all of the things that were the one that I liked the least took first place. Oh, really? And then uh, did Scott come and in second? And what kind of soup was that? that so was the first a beef place, stroganoff yes. soup. Oh, well, that The first good. place soup was a beef stroganoff soup, which had the big noodles in it. Did it have potatoes um, in it, too? It doesn't beef stroganoff I just, have I don't think it did have noodles. potatoes. It just was like beef creamy. And See, and that sounds really like good. like ground beef. No, it was like chunks of chunks. steak. Beef. Oh, see, that's yeah. how they... That sounds good. And then Ain't the second edge. place was Scott, and he is our promotions director. What did he make? He had his soup was called the winning soup, and it tasted like the Campbell's chicken and dumpling yeah. soup. It tasted ever... like he poured some cans together with a block of cream cheese and some Rotel and stirred. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. But he... It was good. So we find out what the recipes were today for people's soups. And oh, yeah, then the third in. place was Anna, who works down at B105, and she did a take on the Olive Garden Zuppa Toscano, which was very was good. Too. Yeah. So who came in? Did either one of you come in last? I place? just assumed I did. I came in fourth. You did? Congratulations. Oh, that's not bad. So and I came Tim, in ninth. Tim came in fifth. Fifth? Oh, fifth? Really? So you're right in the middle of the field. So there were three. You that, were fifth. Okay, well, that makes there me feel There were stuff worse than that. were worse than you. Yeah, so. Four that had less cream than well, you. I will say they were all good. I tried them all. I think that Big Dave's chili came in last. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. not a soup. It's is not chili a soup. or a soup? No, it was a chili, but it was a Super Bowl, so I think that's why you didn't get any votes. No, because oh. yeah, but I thought collectively, I mean, they were good, but really, the big hit of the entire thing was our boss, Patty Marshall. <laughs> this was hilarious. was she forgot that it was Super Bowl and she had signed up for to bring a soup. So then she was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do?" And because we're right close to the Kroger, she went over to Kroger and she got stuff to make grilled cheese. So she had the griddle that they had from downstairs and she was uh-huh. frying up grilled cheese sandwiches in the corner and she made them a little differently. She put butter. She had this oh. really nice bread, but then she put a layer of ranch dressing oh, wow. and then she wow. had this. She was like, I mean, all grilled cheese about it. So how many That's grilled great. cheese sandwiches do you think she made? Oh my God. Probably 20, maybe more. I don't really? even know. Yeah. How many people showed up to eat the soup? See, and that's kind of what I'm wondering, because I wasn't there like the whole, whole time, but I was there for a while. And I, when I noticed the voting was kind of open, so I'm wondering if people voted for themselves more than once or something, because mm, it looked like there was a lot of votes. <laughs> I voted for myself only once. I did, and too. And I voted for you for second place. Same. <laughs> that was very nice. We always have each other's backs right. here on this show. So but yeah, funny. I mean, collectively, it was really nice. There were some desserts, and I think they're going to give us the recipes today, so maybe we can put them up and share okay. them with everybody and listening. Jeff, uh Fritch and myself, we're still, we still have them in the basement, so if you'd like, oh, good. we're going to... Or not the basement down in the first floor. We'll warm them up. Yeah. And Tim and I had the healthier (laughs) options for soup, which is also why we think we didn't win. Yeah, nobody won. (laughs) Nobody won the the healthy ones. But nine's not bad for a showing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. That's pretty good. So uh, we're going to talk more about food, French food, coming up next and how Jeff and Kristen, Pink Panther style, snuck into a fancy, fancy bar. Uh, That's coming up. But right now, traffic with Denise. What's up? Got off the plane yesterday from Paris, which was where we were vacationing the past week or so. And, you know, I was really tired because it was a long flight. And the flight left Paris at one thirty in the afternoon. And, you know, so we got home by like 5.30 p.m. Eastern time when mm-hmm. you consider the time change. 
And we were just whooped because I didn't sleep on the plane on the way back because it was one thirty in the afternoon. Right. Why would you? Right. <laughs> then I did go to bed early and then I woke up at 5.30 this morning and I'm like, wide awake. Wide awake. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? So why blow the vacation day? Sure. Yeah. Just take your time, mosey on in, grab your coffee and good to go. I thought yeah. you weren't even coming back until like some point this weekend. And then I remembered like, oh, that's right. He was coming back early. And then because you left his presence this morning. And let me tell you a little something, Jeff. Yeah. In my in my personal Instagram story, I showed people like, oh, look what Jeff brought me, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, a way to a girl's heart is through aioli, mm-hmm. which you brought me an entire jar of. I don't even think I know what aioli is. <laughs> it's like a fancy mayonnaise-based sauce. Yeah, sauce. But sauce. It's, it's like a, so that's like a lemon zest aioli, and it goes really well with things like tater tots. Oh, wow. Oh, don't you? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uber Eats. Here we go. <laughs> right? And then you brought Tim some nice mustard, and mm-hmm. you got us some jams. You got me some raspberry, which I saw that raspberry jams. Some marmalade. Right. Nice. So, Confiture. And, and your marmalade, we were eating at some crepe place, and all these people, and the crepes were amazing, but all these people kept coming in just buying the jams and jellies and stuff, and I saw that they had orange marmalade, and I know that you love orange marmalade. It's my so favorite. I, Yep. We got to get that for Tim. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Did not buy this stuff in an airport. Thank you. Just so you know, it's legit. What's I in mean, the fancy box? What's in the little blue box from Chateau Versailles? So those are macarons. Is that how you macarons, pronounce it? Macarons. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to? You didn't go to Palace of Versailles, though, did you? No. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think you were going because I asked you before you left. If, if you we had another go. couple of days, we would, and that's why we want to go back. it's stunning there. Right. Oh, they smell so nice. Yeah, and oh. there's there's like a little piece of paper of charts, which I was supposed to bring in so that you knew oh, which is flavors? which, but I took a picture of it, a screenshot of it, I'll give okay. it to you, but those are really good. <gasps> How cute. And then, so I went in Wednesday, which was the day before we left, and they said they got like a four-day window of freshness. So I'm just saying you might want to eat them sooner than later. I'm going to eat them right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a taste chart. We got buds for that. There you go. <laughs> Did you just love it, though? I'm so jealous. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. And you yeah. said the flights out of CVG were easy. Easiest and thing ever. was on time. Right. And- so for those who don't know, there's a nonstop flight that runs between CVG and CDG, which stands for Charles de Gaulle Airport in mm-hmm. Paris. That's the major international airport in Paris. Mm-hmm. It's about a nine-hour flight. I think it's like from gate to gate, it's eight hours, 55 minutes, okay. depending on uh, weather conditions. And so it typically leaves here at seven. Leaves here at seven thirty at night, mm-hmm. and you wake up and you go to sleep. You wake up in Paris at nine a.m. They feed you dinner or whatever, and then when you come back, uh, that you leave at one thirty in the afternoon. So you're not getting up at the crack of you know what. Yeah. And then you fly back in your home in Cincinnati at five thirty, which is why I'm here today. I thought I would be super jet lagged, which yeah. I am kind of. I'm my time Might is all hit screwed you later up. today, but. It will, for sure, but I'm awake now, so why burn the vacation day? Sure. Makes yeah, sense to me. we got a text from you, like, I'm coming in. I'm like, wow, he's he's actually listening to the show, yeah. <laughs> which I enjoyed, and I love that you were coming in. And Paris is such a great, fun, like, so much to do kind of city. 
and it's beautiful, and the people are lovely. Everybody was nice. I know that they say that people are super rude in France, or, or more specifically Paris. We didn't find that to be the case. I mean, it's definitely a major city. There's no question. So people are in a hurry, and they might be a little more impatient. But we were never... We never got in anything with anybody. Like, nobody was ever outright rude to us. Nice. Yeah, there was one funny dude who was working at our last night in Paris. We were having dinner at this place around the corner from our hotel, and there was this one guy that just seemed to be yelling at everybody. But I think that's kind of his shtick. At your hotel? So he, works at, he worked at the restaurant? He works at the restaurant around the corner, and he was just being, like, very snooty and very huffy and rolling his eyes a lot. But he was doing it with everybody. And yeah. I, I almost think that's, like, part of his act. Gotcha. He's like yeah. the guy that marks bagels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But everybody was super nice. So how did you like the museums? I know you went to a couple of museums and the cemetery. Like, what were some of your touristy things? Yeah, we uh, so we went to the uh, Monet Museum. It's it's there's a smaller one called the Mont- Montmartre something. It's a small museum, but supposedly it has one of the largest collections of Monets. Oh, nice. Uh, we went to go see the Water Lily exhibit, which is in a different museum. It's the Musée, Musée de la, not the other one, the Delange. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> You're making that De up. De lingerie sounds good to me, but... No, it looks... <laughs> it, so it, it's like De La I mean. Orangerie or something, but it's really... It's <laughs> it's um, it, it's in the very center of Paris, and it's just breathtaking. It's so... That's the thing about Paris, man. They're just the emphasis on beauty. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful there. It, it did is. Did you go to Notre Dame? We did, but we couldn't go in. Because they're, they're renovating it's it, It's not right? as tall as it used to be. <laughs> but they're the working back. on it. Yeah. How right. does it look? Does it look like it's coming along nicely? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, that thing is surrounded by cranes. So the project is underway. So that's being funded. And then there's another cathedral uh, of St. Chapelle, which has the most impressive stained glass art collection, which is just to, to describe it. If you're not into art or art history, which we're not, it, it may sound kind of boring to visit these places, but when you go in, they are awe-inspiring. Yeah, they're There's a beautiful. reason people travel from all over the world to see these works of mm-hmm. art. And it's old there, and it's so nice. Yeah, and they're big on, like, preserving tradition. History. But they're still modernized. You know, they work oh, yeah. within the confines of, of the beauty, and, and but the they've been able to build on that infrastructure and make it livable for people. What about the food? Oh, <laughs> unquestionably just the, the best you've the ever best had. The best cuisine in, in the world, yeah, right? so good. What were some of your good bites? Oh, my God. I, I mean, did French you wake up every soup. day and have just like the croissant with yes. the cafe yes. and the coffee's rich and delicious? Yes. Did you have any that. good pastries? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't do any pastries, but just like regular plain old croissant. And if you're living dangerously, I might do an almond croissant. But I'm just, I just love the soft, flaky, flaky. buttery yeah. texture of a regular croissant. So good. And adding more butter to it. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it make you ask, though? I mean, if they can create food like that in France, why isn't there more of it here? Because it costs money and takes time. <laughs> It does, and you're not going to get in and out of there quick. Like, if you sit down at a restaurant, they are not in a hurry to turn that table. Yeah. Like, when you sit down, you're making a commitment, and they'll get to you when they get to you, but they're giving everyone, like, individualized attention, and then they're not going to bring you the check unless you ask for it. So you'll be sitting there all day waiting for them to bring you the check. But they you don't enjoy rush dining you. like you dining like that. You like it, right? Yeah, but some days, like if you got a museum to go to, you you gotta like wrap it nudge up. them a little bit, right? 
Did you eat anything that, like, you know, was, like, fast foody, or did you get any? Did you go to McDonald's? No. <laughs> but no. you didn't do, like, any, like, little baguette sandwiches or anything that were really good? Uh, nothing on the road. Like, nothing. We It's a sit down and. Settle in. And settle in and socialize. What was you know? the one thing, if you had to pick the one thing that just blew your food mind? You can't, you're going to be thinking about it for the next couple of weeks. God, it's really stupid, but there was a crispy shrimp salad, which sounds so lame, but it was so simple. And I took a picture of it and I'll show it to you, but I don't know if it was the, the dressing or the aioli or it was the, the breading on the shrimp so or fresh, something, Yeah, but they were light. They weren't overly heavy. And I, I don't know. I just, I came away from it. I don't know if I was surprised. I don't know what my expectations were, but. Here's the thing, like if, if you travel to different places, especially internationally, chances are you're going to connect through Paris, which we've done a dozen times and never once set foot outside of that airport. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time we had ever actually explored the city. And now that we have a nonstop flight between here and, and Charles de Gaulle, like this, there are no back. more excuses left. Did you yeah. find it challenging to speak? Like there were, everyone speaks English. So this is my approach. I walk into a place, bonjour, parlez-vous anglais? That's me saying good morning or good day. Do you speak English? Uh-huh. And nine times out of ten, they said, a little bit or yes or somewhat. Uh-huh. Uh, or you just point to what, what they have on the menu. A lot yeah. of it you can make out. Mm-hmm. Now, on the menu, do they have it in English as well or do they? They they have it in native French and then subtitles? sometimes they'll have subtitles below it. Yeah. Or you can kind of make it. I mean, Figure you know what out. foie gras is. Yeah. yeah. So. But also, like, you know, if you have your Google Translate, you can look at it, type it in, take a picture. It'll translate almost yeah. all of it for you. Yeah. And, and Otto turned us on to an Argentinian restaurant, which is his favorite in the world. It's like a big steak place, basically. And so that was tough because it wasn't really a French restaurant per se. It was an Argentinian restaurant in Paris, and they weren't really catering to American tourists. So that we had to break out the translator to so figure was it out what like we a, were getting. They were speaking Spanish, or what were they? Yeah, I, I guess is yeah. that what they speak in Argentina? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, <laughs> this is how, but, but this it's is, like Spanish with a French accent, so you're trying to figure out all the dialects and what's it, happening. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's all like it all works out. You know, you just kind of go in and you just figure it out on the fly, and it every yeah. single time it would That's work wonderful. out. Wonderful! I'm so glad. Did you go to the Eiffel Tower? Did you go to the Arc de Triomphe? Yeah. So our we went to both. And our hotel, our first hotel, we stayed the first couple of nights. We stayed at a place around the corner from the Eiffel Tower, and it was literally in the shadow of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, so you could walk there in the morning? Yeah, and, and it was right, like, we'd walk out on the balcony. It's right there. Oh, how cool. beautiful. Yeah, and then uh, the Did you Arc go to the top? Triumph, we did not. No. It's not for everybody, yeah. It just seems, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a, a giant, lot of people. A giant traffic there. circle. Yeah, I'd rather here, look at the tower it. than right. go up there. Yeah, and it was funny. Uh, you were talking about the roundabout around the Arc oh, de yeah. Triomphe. You're right. That's mad, bad, insane. It's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> well, and then when you go to the Arc de Triomphe, you have to go, like, underneath the roundabout and, like, come up the middle. So when you're in the middle of the Arc de Triomphe and all that traffic is kind of swirling around, you're like, what is happening? Right. There's no there's no method. It's not like a roundabout in Warren County. It's like, where are we going? Who's coming in? Who's going out? And if you get stuck in there, we'll see you later. Yeah. So interesting thing that happened. We weren't we were not planning on going to the Louvre because we didn't want to spend too much time in museums. We just kind of wanted to get out about and not over schedule. 
But on this one particular day, we had tickets to the Musée. Is it Musée or Musée d'Orsay? Oh, Musée. Musée d'Orsay. And we get there. Our tickets are for 1130. And we show up. And all I heard is, we regret to inform you, (laughs) the workers went on strike. All right. Yeah. (laughs) So you didn't get to go to the Musée d'Orsay? We did not. So we had a little bit of time on our hands. And it was a very short walk to the Louvre. So we, we're not, we're, there's no way we're going to be able to get in now. It's last minute. They sure enough, we got, that's the crazy thing. Like, that's just how the whole trip worked out. It was just chance after so chance after lucky break. So did you see the Mona Lisa break. then? Saw the Mona Lisa and took a you, selfie with her. How do you feel about it? Smaller than you thought? A little smaller than I thought. Yeah. And not necessarily, it's behind all that plastic. It is, because, you know, they don't want someone to walk in and toss ketchup on it or something stupid. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It is, you're set back a little bit from it. But all these other places, I mean, you can touch, uh, don't do this, I wouldn't recommend it, but you can just touch these Monets, these priceless works of art just mm-hmm. about everywhere else. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Well, I can't wait till you go back. That'll be fun. It's just looking for something fun and different to do. You know? They have, I mean, there's so much to do. It just feels like that city's constantly like, Growing and evolving, and even if you went and stayed a month, there's still so many things you could do. One of the things that we wanted to do is we wanted to go to this place called Bar Hemingway. It's at the Ritz Hotel, and supposedly, you know, this is where Ernest Hemingway used to hang out, and there's this legend, there's this story where during the war, um, he, like, defended it, you know, took arms and defended this this building, this uh, this beautiful hotel, and this is the bar he used to work out of, and so we said, you know, let's just go. It's touristy and it's probably dumb and it's overhyped, but let's just go. But they don't take reservations and there's usually a long line and I hate things like that. And that's why I wouldn't go on the top of the Eiffel Tower. So, you know, that this is my conflict. Anyway, so we get to the Ritz and we walk in and they're stopping everybody who sets foot in the Ritz because this is the Ritz Paris. This was the last place Princess Diana... This is where she spent her last night before she was killed in that horrible, tragic car accident. And so there's a lot of people that are just curious about the fact that it's not just the Ritz. It's also where she spent her last night. So it's a huge tourist attraction. And people would walk in and the guards, they would stand there and they'd be like, can I help you? Why are you here? Are you Mm -hmm. staying in the hotel? And they question you. And unless you have business there or an appointment, they, they won't let you in. And that's what happened to the people who were in front of us. And so at this point, I'm, like, annoyed. Like, all right, this is stupid. Why? Let's just go. And the guards are distracted for a minute. And Kristen just starts walking forward as if she's going to walk right past them. And I roll my eyes. And I'm annoyed. And they make eye contact with me. And they go, oh, welcome, monsieur. And they just wave (laughs) me in. How, mm-hmm. What just happened? Yeah. Well, it's because you act like you belong there. That's you were the annoyed. They thought uh, yeah. you were French. Exactly. They were like, obviously, he belongs here. But that's the oh, thing we about miss you. sneaking in places. If you just act like you belong, sometimes you look like you do, and they just let you slide on I've through. gotten into the front row of so many concerts with that attitude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I went backstage and was on stage at a Kenny Chesney concert once with that attitude. Yeah. Because somebody else was going. I was like, come on, we're going too. Just act like you've yeah. Come on. So we're now we're walking around the hotel, and which is stunning. That's it's like a palace. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like you, you could just go to some corner bistro 
And because of the history, this bit, the age of these buildings that, that they've been here for hundreds of years, the intricate artwork, the what's the word, the elegant, um, opulent architecture of all of it is just breathtaking. So you could just be sitting in a French fry cafe just staring at the ceiling. Yeah. In awe. And that's sort of, so the Ritz is like a palace, and for all I know, it may have been. I didn't get it that into the was, weeds, yeah. but um, anyway, it was the same thing. And then, and then we walk up to the bar Hemingway, and it wasn't supposed to open until 6.30, according to the guidebooks, but there was there was maybe four people ahead of us, mm-hmm. and it was 40 minutes before they were supposed to open, and all of a sudden, this woman, she parts these curtains, and she says, ah, welcome, come on in, and... Starts waving us through, and we sit down, and we're the first customers there. And I, I, it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, man. We're just going to go with it. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Why not? So much fun. You know, what are they going to do? Kick you out? Yeah. Okay. See ya. But speaking of Princess Diana, there was this moment where, as we were walking around, it did occur. It was like you you could almost feel her ghost because after she died and, and there was the big investigation on, you know, who was ultimately responsible for her death. There's a lot of security cam footage of her and Dodie Fayette and their bodyguard uh, exiting the hotel. They they had a decoy car that was in the front that took off that most of the paparazzi had chased after. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple that were on to the fact that they had a Mercedes in the back. And that's where they slipped out is this back entrance, which just happened to be right where our bar entrance was. So when you're there, if... You know, you you recognize it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're you familiar with it. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's a very heavily traveled route where they were racing on the way to Dodi Fayed's apartment the night she died. Mm-hmm. And there's this tunnel that you go through that has these columns, these these beams. Mm-hmm. And they, they crashed into the 13th beam, which is like a big memorial where they have her her image painted on to the beam. Oh, and you, so you saw that too? You can't miss it. And Oh, I mean, we must have gone through that tunnel 10 times just going back and forth back to and this, forth. that, or the other thing. So it's a it's a heavily traveled route, but it's just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. How neat, though. I'm so glad you had such a good time. Such a good time. Great. Yeah. All right, so we got Secret Sound coming up at 740. This one is worth what? $5,000. $5,000. Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do next Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, probably nothing. I'll just lay low. Here's what's funny is is Kristen thinks it's kind of stupid. Like, like Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I yeah. mean, she's like, yeah, it's sweet. You know, you want to give me a card or something. We can do dinner. It's fine. But she hates the, the hype. That and Sweetest Day. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things that she kind of rolls her eyes. Well, because every day should be Valentine's That's Day, and every hurt. day should be sweetest. That's yeah, the right. truth. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll play it by her. We'll probably just lay low. But anyway, uh, Secret Sound, play it for you again in case you missed it. $5,000 on the line for it. And now, Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. <laughs> Dustin is in need of a second date update, and we're here to help. Hi, Dustin. Hey, guys. What's going on? Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Tell us a story about Patricia. Um, yeah, sure. So I, I'm just kind of feeling um, confused right now. Um, I'm just, I, I don't really know like what else to do. So this seemed like the, a good route to take. So I, I went out, um, went on a date with this like really awesome woman that I met online. Um, but we had a, a really great time. Conversation was good. I found her really attractive. Um, I 
I, I believe she found me attractive. She she gave me like a couple compliments that made me think at least, you know, that she thought I was a pretty good looking guy. Um, she said I had a great smile. She said she loved my laugh. So like, you know, I took that as a good sign. Um, she's a pretty flirty. Um, I don't know. I just like, I don't like the look in her eye just kind of said to me that she was interested. Um, we spent two hours at the restaurant together. We were talking about Every like everything, all kinds of stuff. Every topic uh, that I could really think of. I don't know. Nothing like nothing awkward or uncomfortable happened. I and we um, we even like we planned out our next date while we were there. Um, we were gonna go see um, Tootsie the musical at the Aronoff. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. cool. So that sounds like I fun. Was, yeah, yeah. We were talking. You know, we both had like a mutual at least interest in uh, in, in seeing the show. So. I was going to go ahead um, get the tickets. We made plans for dinner beforehand, uh, had it all planned out. Um, and we had uh, we met at the restaurant. After dinner, I, I, I walked her to her car, hugged her. Um, she said thanks for a nice time, and she talked to me later. And then next day, texted a few times, whatever, and then, like, she disappeared. Um, came just completely gone, fell off the face of the earth, and I was, you know, hoping you guys can figure it out or help me figure it out at least. <laughs> Yeah, that is weird. So you actually made plans. You didn't have a specific date yet, but you were more or less tasked with the responsibility of planning it. She agreed to go, so you made the arrangements. Did or did you have a tentative date? Yeah, yeah, we were we we had you know the tentative date, and I was gonna go ahead and grab the tickets. But then I just like when I didn't hear back from her after the next text, I was like, all right, well let me at least just like solidify this, you know, make right. sure we're like you know triple check. And so then, you're not out any uh, money. Uh, not currently. Okay. Well, looking at my notes here, as far as the date is concerned, I mean, you had a lot of positive buzzwords here. You think there was a mutual attraction. <laughs> she complimented you. She complimented your smile. Your laugh was flirty, looked you in the eye. These are all good things. The dinner lasted a good long time, a couple of hours. You made tentative plans to go to a show and a dinner in the whole nine. So let me ask you this. I don't know. You weren't dressed up like a female trying to befriend her in order to get close to her so you could then date her where did you <laughs> no no you know we uh although we did discuss going to see the show that was not um i wasn't just checking that, that wasn't yeah. just checking okay so i was just <laughs> making a tootsie reference oh i've never seen the show that's, that's what, one of my that's favorite oh, movies you've never seen that movie no. oh, oh you God, should watch got the movie. Oh, is it funny excellent yeah oh, yeah it's i've so never good. seen this show either because you know when i went to new york with broadway they told us that the show was coming but i think it had already closed or something like that so we didn't get to go and see it so i've never seen the movie i've never seen the you show see the movie oh, and you know who the star of the movie was dustin hoffman Hoffman. and we have a dustin on the phone what are the odds it's so good i'll be darned well dustin we're going to take a break here and when we come back uh we're going to try to call patricia we're going to talk to her hopefully if all goes well the second date update continues next with jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 so Dustin met Patricia online, and they they seemed to have great chemistry. So they made a date, went out to dinner, and you know it was had all the necessary ingredients: good conversation, mutual attraction, uh, lots some compliments exchanged back and forth. Clearly, an attraction based on the flirting that was going on, the direct eye contact, the dinner lasting a couple of hours, and tentative plans to make another date. They were going to go see Tootsie at the Aronoff you know, do dinner and the whole nine, and that would have been fun. And as he was finalizing the plans, she just ghosted. So we don't know what happened here. This is 
I don't know. It's not that unusual for a second date scenario where someone ghosts them, but to just get that far into it and then change your mind with seemingly no explanation is a bit weird, which is why we're going to call Patricia. Unless there's anything that you've thought of, Dustin, that you think would be helpful. No, I wish. I've been been racking my brain for a while now. All right, let's give Patricia a call and see what's going on. Hello. Hi, Patricia. Or do you prefer Patty (laughs) or Pat? Pat. Or Tricia? So many Patricia options. Patricia is fine. I'm sorry, what? Patricia is fine. Oh, Patricia. It's Jeff and Jen at Hi. Q102 and Fritch and Tim. How are you this morning? Fine. How are you? Doing good. You good. got a few minutes for a fun chat, a little chit-chat on yeah. the radio? Yeah, I have a few minutes. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know what this is about. It was an interesting night for sure. Oh. Okay. So you know this is about Justin. Yeah. I thought we had a nice time, and he was pretty easy to talk to, and I thought he's a pretty nice guy. I mean, I was willing to go out with him again to see if there might be something there. I wasn't sure, but I was open. But then I get this text from him the next day, and I just thought he was kind of a jerk. Ooh. All right. Well, sometimes things get lost in taxation. So can you tell us what the text said? Well, we had talked about going to see a Broadway production, and he had said he would get the tickets, but then he asked me for a security deposit for the ticket. (laughs) He said he didn't want to lay out all that money. He didn't want to lay out all the money for the tickets just in case I bailed on him or got sick or whatever, so he wanted me to give him money for my ticket as well as $100 for the dinner. Wow. Now, if you fulfilled the date, were, were you going to get your security deposit back? <laughs> yeah, but what is this, a, a, you know, an apartment rental? I mean, yeah, he did say that if the date happened, he would pay for everything and return my deposit. But still, I thought that was a little weird and awkward and rude, and I really didn't like it. He's yeah. probably been done, a wrong, a, done wrong a few times. Been done wrong, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah, that is weird. Okay, so at that point, you just sort of shut it down? It was such a turnoff. I just said, forget it. I've never heard of such a thing. Wow. That is a little bit of a turnoff. Now, Dustin, did something happen in your date with Patricia that led you to believe that a security deposit would be necessary? No. no. Well, I, I, hey, by the way, I wish you had just, like, said something to me, mentioned it to me. I could have, like, explained it. I just... I mean, no, no, nothing happened with Patricia. I just, like, it's happened before to me where I've, like, gotten excited and bought, like, concert tickets or, you know, tickets to a a play, and then my date cancels for whatever reason. Like, I got to scramble to find a new person to go with or just scrap it all together, and, like, that sucks. I don't know why it should fall on me. Uh, You know, I think it's it's fair for, for both parties to have something at stake when making a financial commitment like that like i don't think I should it's be a crazy ticket it's no. not like you're planning on going bowling and asking for a security yeah, was, deposit yeah. to go bowling was, yeah we weren't it wasn't going to bowl 10 frames exactly like you know it's not 10 it's not a shoe rental like mm-hmm. it's, if, if it happened like if the date happened i was gonna pay obviously no problem i just you know i want like i want my risk to be minimal in the situation yeah oh, i wonder wow. if there would have been a better way to ask you know maybe for money you can't you can if this is something you know you say hey you know I'll get the tickets but would you mind paying for yours up front just in case something happens you know whatever that might be 
Uh, years ago, I used to do freelance voiceover work for a small ad agency that wasn't always run great. It was it was steady work, and I always ultimately got paid. But there was one occasion where their check bounced. Okay. And ever since then, and I think I've shared the story on the air before, ever since then, I would go to their bank that the check was was drawn Issue. on, mm-hmm. and I would ask the teller, hey, before I try to cash this check or deposit this check, can you tell me whether or not there are sufficient funds in this account oh, before wow. I... Yeah, because... They'll if, tell you that information, though? They, would, they wouldn't tell me how much was in the account. They would but just say, say yeah, there clear. are sufficient funds so you can feel confident, and I would cash it at their bank instead of my own. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because yeah. if you if the check bounces, it's my understanding... Both parties get charged, fee, do they yeah. not? Yeah. 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 Typically. But it's weird to me that you would pick this type of date that requires a security deposit. Like, if That's you were weird. just going out to dinner, would you still want a security deposit? No. I No, it's just because, the t- you know, I mean, the tickets are pricey. So then when you throw the dinner in with it, like, it becomes, like, an expensive night. Just dinner, I, I wouldn't be like, hey, give me, because I don't know what she's going to order. Yeah. You know? Mm. Right. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I could see if you thought she was a little flaky on the date that maybe, hey, this is probably not a, I don't know. Well, if she's a little flaky the on the date, don't make plans to go on that's, an expensive night out Yeah, yeah that's what I keep coming back to. Yeah. Same. You guys have done online dating. I mean, this happens sometimes where the first thing goes well. And it's just, it's happened to me before. And, you know, I guess like you live and learn, I guess, you know. Logically, well, it makes sense. But uh, just being a nice guy, kind of a little off-putting. Yeah. It's people. It's not a business. Right. And I think I think that if a request like that, if you're going to make it, I think you need to do it in a live phone call as opposed to just over a text or in person. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, even if you're sitting there at dinner and you're like, hey, we're talking about going to, you know, maybe say, hey, you know, I've made plans like this with people before and they've bailed at the last minute and then I'm stuck with these tickets. How would you feel about each of us paying for our own ticket in advance? And then if we actually go, you know, I'll. I'll pay for your ticket. How would, honestly, Patricia, how would you feel if he approached it the way Jen just described? I I just, it's still very awkward. I mean, life is risky. Dating is risky. You know, women, we take our risks too. I mean, you know, you just can't always hedge your bets. And I just, I find it really off-putting. So, no, this doesn't work for me. Okay. Well, we appreciate you taking the call and having the conversation with us. You didn't sound all that shocked when we called. So, <laughs> I, I think maybe there was a part of you that needed to get it off your chest, and we're and we're glad you did. Yeah, maybe so. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks. Dustin, good luck to you out there. Thanks. I appreciate it. At least yep. I know now. Okay. Good luck. Take it easy. Thanks. All right. If you need a little help with a second aid update, we are here for you. You just got to send us an email. Jeff and Chen at WKRQ.com. All right. Coming up, your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter of the day is next. Hey, Tina. Hi. How's life treating you? Um, It's good. Yeah, you excited it's Friday or are you working this weekend? Um, I'm excited it's Friday. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah, me too. I like sleeping in on Saturdays. I think that's an awesome thing. You got <laughs> big plans for this weekend or are you guys going to lay low? Um, probably just lay low. Yeah, I don't have a lot going on this weekend either. I've got, uh, Autism Rocks is on Sunday. Oh, fine. Yeah, Lori's Roadhouse in Westchester benefiting the Ken Anderson Alliance. But that is it on my whole schedule. Yeah, I got a lot of laundry. 
You got laundry? Yeah. My mom funny. wants to go to the outlet mall tomorrow, so oh. I'll probably, we'll do, we'll do that. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to a bachelorette party in Lexington. Are you really? Oh, stop and see nice. Cocaine Bear. Watch out, guys. Are I'm you going. running it? Are you running it? Well, Are you the only one that knows how to do these things? Nope. I'm going to take a back seat. My cousin is getting married in March. This is her bachelorette weekend. I'm going to let them kind of drive. Are you able to do that, though, even when you see it going wrong? No. I know. It's so hard. <laughs> I can remember. No, the emails are about to go yeah. out. Yeah. I'm not emailing. <laughs> I'm not doing it. She's just waiting and watching, and when it's time to step in, she will. Yeah. I'm just not replying back to their ideas. Right. Don't they know you run a fun committee? Yeah, for real. It'll start. It, five, it won't be five minutes before she starts taking over. She's, you're going to see the big eye roll, hey, and she's hey, like, hold up, I got this. Y'all need to step Everybody aside. back up. This is not how you have fun. This isn't That's how right. it works. This is not one of those fun things. We're going to do real no, fun This stuff. is stupid. We're going to do my thing. <laughs> All right, Tina, we're going to try to score you $1,000 here with a letter I'm about to reveal. It is in this sealed envelope. We don't know what's in it. We don't have any control over the letters they issue. We just open up the envelope. We reveal the letter, which I'm about to do here. You will have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. And if you do so successfully, you win the money. Now, the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible because, Tina, if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just like that. Keep moving. Keep moving because we can come back to it. Pass. We'll, We'll answer a lot more questions that way. Yes. And you can't use the same answer more than once. All right. Now, your letter today, I just opened it. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it is a good one. We've had winners with this one. Yes, we have. It's a vowel. People get weirded out with vowels. But don't. This is the letter E. E. We've had $1,000 winners before with the letter E. Not only that, but you get one free pass. (gasps) You only have to get nine. It's a special little thing that they added there. Oh, that's nice. Yep. They've had a in a while. Yeah. Nine questions. So if you can answer nine in 30 seconds, then you'll win the $1,000. I knew it. With the letter E. You can do it. And I won't you start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. So let us begin with the letter E. Name something you order on Amazon. Eggs. Something you clean. Envelope. Something yellow. Um, pass. A cereal. Um, eggs. A job. Engineer. An art supply. Eraser. Something you shake. Something I shake. Um, pass. A zoo animal. Eagle. A purse brand. Um, pass. Mm, I thought Enzo, but is that, do they do purses? I I don't know, maybe. They do shoes. All right, something you order on Amazon. What did you say, eggs? Eggs. I thought of eggs. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, you can. Can you you order eggs on Amazon? I bet you can because they're linked to Whole Foods, so I bet you you Mm -hmm. that you can. But you could also order, like, those uh, Easter eggs, like fake Easter eggs. yep, yep. That's what we get ours sometimes. True, yep. Yeah, a cereal that starts with Ego. Ego. Yeah. yeah. I had a hard time juice. with that one. Cereals. Oh, Ego cereal. Yeah. Ego. They did have an they Ego have cereal, cereal yeah. didn't they? They used to, yeah. yeah. Right. Something you shake. Something you shake. Hmm. Hmm. Eclairs. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I thought eraser was good for art supply. I, totally I was thinking good. easel. Yeah. 
but Eraser works too. Mm-hmm. And then the zoo animal, I thought for sure you'd go for elephant, elephant. but eagle works too. Eagle. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.